Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, also known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Janice Luck, uh, the Albright College women's basketball coach. Welcome, Janice. Thank you. Uh, you have quite the program, and uh, I guess a play on word, it's based on luck, but not good fortune. It's based on your coaching and the program you've built, but uh, three straight years, you've had uh, 20 wins, I believe, and three straight years, uh, you've been in a conference title game. You had an unbeaten season in the conference this year, 16-0. You wound up 23-6, and so you must really load up your non-conference schedule, right? But it helps the, helps the guys, the, the girls evolve? Yes. Uh, yeah. this, this past season, we had a very tough schedule, um, playing some of the teams that were in the top 25 all throughout the season. And I think that just, you know, being where our program is helps us for potential postseason play and makes maybe some of the easier competition seem even easier. But um, it was it was a difficult schedule and uh, really no one else wants to play us. So we didn't have many choices, but um, pretty happy about it. Uh, it was an outstanding season, but was there any, you know, you, you lost the, the conference title game, the MEC conference, because you suddenly had some turnover issues. Uh, and you did win the first round of NCAAs. Correct. Uh, and then you lost the second round because you were getting killed inside, and I guess there was some foul trouble. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and apparently you were not absolutely enchanted with the officiating in that game either, from what I read. Yeah, no, uh, I think in the third quarter the fouls were like 17 to 1. Uh, so it was yeah, something crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But really it was my players and how they reacted to the officiating. Yeah. And then there was, you know, we, we did make a, a strong comeback in the second half. And I uh, wasn't happy with the way my, my players reacted to the officiating is, is really how it turns. But there yeah. was a um, uh, one call that they called, a you know, a, a, a block instead of a charge. And it really, it really Could change killed the momentum. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, you made the Sweet 16 the year before, which is awesome. And so even though you may, and you know, reaching the second round of NCAAs is a quite an accomplishment, but the fact that you had the, the success the previous year, I guess it made the exit seem a little premature, right? Especially considering the circumstances. It did. Um, I was disappointed. I think we had, um, even though we had to travel to North Carolina for our first round, first two rounds, uh, I think we had a, a good path to advance past the Sweet 16, and um, we didn't take, take, you know, the opportunity and embrace it. We kind of, I think, um, had some players that maybe even assumed that we would just get to where we were the year before and that yeah, wasn't the case yeah. so we, we really you know the tournament time you're playing the best of the best no matter where you have to go so it was uh it was disappointing to lose in the conference championship and then lose earlier than we did the year before in the tournament but hopefully that experience because you do have some key players coming back yep. that uh would uh they'll know better next time tell us about some of your players uh, one of them uh I guess uh, Alicia Lofton. Mm -hmm. uh, she was an All-American honorable mention, and uh, and also All-MAC Commonwealth Conference first team selection. She had 13 double doubles and 21 double-digit scoring games. So, uh, and she wasn't even uh, your leading scorer, right? Nina Mazzarelli, your top three-point shooter. That's correct. Now she's she's graduating, Nina. No, they're both returning. Oh, they're both back. They're, oh, we so lo we're losing Shannon Thomas is, as a she starter. She was a four-year four starter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she and was a force underneath, I believe. She 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 played on the wing. Um, yeah. She was a thousand-point scorer. Um, holds the record for most three-pointers made in a game, and um, it's a big loss for us. Uh, but we do fortunately have four returning starters uh, that will all be seniors, and uh, wow. two of them are are two leading scorers, and the others are point guard, um, and the other is a, is a post inside. So. Um, 
you know, everyone says you have four returning starters, you should do better. So I hope they're right. But um, we're, we're very lucky and fortunate to have Nina and Alicia back. Um, Alicia is a mismatch problem for a lot of opponents. And uh, so? she, she can play the guard. The she can play any position on the floor. Um, she's so athletic. Uh, she came to us from Division II program at Westchester University um, and uh, wasn't happy there. Transferred in her sophomore year here. Um, and she just, her athleticism is just, it's, it's unmatched anywhere in the conference. And, uh, you know, that was evident in our first game against Messiah at Messiah this season. Um, she put up 31 points, and I think he rolled out the entire bench to try and stop her. Um, so she's, you know, if she wants to turn it on, she can really turn it on. Um, she's our best defender, best rebounder, best scorer. You well, know. you're talking about a coach's delight, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she's a good kid, too. So. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a little easy, well, it's always a challenge to recruit, but considering the success of your program, that has to help you on the recruiting trail. It does. Uh, this year was a little rough just because we have so many returning key players, and to get that next like top player, they want to come in and play right away. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it's, it's been a little difficult, but we've gotten some, some good kids. Um, we have local talent coming in. we got the point guard, Allie Marcus, from Boyertown, so okay. we're excited about that. And they uh, want a state championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, hopefully keep, bring that, keep that winning attitude for the next four years while she's there. Uh, but it, it's, you know, the, the easiest part is people know your name. You know, they've, they've been in the paper, or you've been online, and, and uh, you've been in the tournament, you've been in the top 25. When you make that first phone call, a recruit knows the name of your school and everything about you. So it definitely helps you get your foot in the door. Now, you are Albright almost born and bred. Yeah. You, you've been the coach 15 years. You've played field hockey and basketball, star player at Albright. Uh, was this a lifelong dream for you once you played at Albright to coach there someday? No, I mean, I wish I could say that was the fairy tale and it came all came true. But uh, now I, I, you know, I was a psych business major, and I really, like most college kids, had no clue what I wanted to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I first graduated. I, I helped coach at Albright and uh, just kill time looking for jobs, um, and actually worked uh, in Reading at CNA um, doing some customer service for car insurance. So. Uh, tried a little bit of that everything. That sounds like a lot of fun. Right? Oh, it pushed me right into coaching. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so, and then after that, it's just kind of where the chips fell for me. And it, now, when looking back, I think everything happened uh, the way it should have, and I was in the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, I wake up every morning, love my job, and love where I work. So, what very wonder, fortunate. What a wonderful thing to have. Uh, how has the women's game evolved since your playing days and all these years you've been coaching? Yeah. Um, a lot more athleticism, a lot more talent. Kids are starting at a younger age. They're specializing now in sports, you know, where, where I played three sports in high school. Yeah. And I still and, think uh, this is ideal, but it's not always realistic anymore. Right, right. right. Yeah. I do too. Um, yeah. It just is what it is. So you're getting, you're, you know, hopefully getting better talent. They're starting. They have coaches. They're playing AAU. They're, you know. So they have better skills coming in too? For the most part, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, the game itself, the women's game, they've changed the rules. Um, after the past couple of years, so we, we play four quarters. That's different. Yeah, than I know. And, and why was that? Uh, it came down from mostly from Division One coaches, but it was a you know a membership wide uh, vote, and uh, they changed it because the WNBA has four quarters, and the foreign game has four quarters, and I guess a lot of Division One players wanted to you know get used to that uh, type of play. I wonder if men's basketball in college will ever go to four quarters. 
I wonder the same thing. I don't know. They've changed their shot clock and yeah. uh, different things. So um, I don't know. I've, I'm accustomed to it now, and, and I uh, I like it. Um, well, it gives you more time to talk to them yeah. in between quarters. Yeah, and it breaks yeah. up the game a little bit. Yeah. You know, the, now the thought of playing 20 minutes straight with you know strategically um, seems like a lot. Um, I'm, I like the 10. You get an extra timeout kind of you know situation to talk to your kids, and um, you know it breaks up the game a little bit. Well, at D3, though, you don't have the advantage of all those television timeouts because the one thing that frustrates, and I love watching basketball, but sometimes you're just watching people stand around because of a TV right. commercial, you know? Right. We do have the TV timeouts in the NCAA tournament yeah. um, because they have their webcast times yeah. that are doing ads. But uh, when we have those games, it feels like I'm seeing the kids every minute of play. I, we have so much time to talk. It's, you know... Uh, almost too much, but it's it's good that time of year because their legs are tired. It's been a long season, and they get a little extra break, um, so it plays plays to our advantage. Uh, when you're looking at a recruit, what are you looking at, if, basketball wise? Obviously, you're looking for character, someone fits in with the chemistry, but right, you like you like athleticism and uh, athleticism. Athleticism uh, has seemed to get us where we are today. Um, Kalisia Harris, a few years ago, uh, was our as an All American for us. She's our um, I think second leading scorer in school history, leading rebounder. Um, she had over 1,500 points and 1,000 uh, rebounds. Um, and wow. she was very athletic. And I think that kind of, you know, brought our, game, our, our team to another level. Um, Alicia Lofton, extremely athletic. And you just need that one player at this level to really make a difference. And uh, so I'm always looking for that. Um, you're always looking for height. But so is everybody else, too, looking <laughs> yes. for that and height. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right now, the way, the way I'm approaching it is, you know, I – each year, it's a little different for me. Uh, it is position-based. I don't just go out and get the best players and see what I can make of it. Um, you know, my point guard's going to be a senior, so Ali Marcus fits well. I have a senior post player. My other freshman will be is a post player, six-one post player. So, uh, so you recruit for need. Yes. You know, I guess there's two schools of thoughts on that. Sometimes mm -hmm. they say take the best athlete if you can get them. You know, yeah. Yeah. And figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, if, if, if someone who's really athletic wants to come, I'm not going to tell them no. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's, it's, you have to make sure you have all the pieces to the puzzle. And if you've got two pieces that fit the same, then you make it work and you just have a deeper bench. Um, so uh, we'll make that work. But got to make sure that they do fit in, like you said. And I want good kids. And I do really believe in the Division three philosophy, being that I, that's what I came up from. Um, doing well in school. My kids are super involved on campus. They're RAs, they're orientation leaders, uh, they're mentors, they, they do everything. So um, I want kids that are going to be active and would fit in at Albright even if they didn't play basketball. Yeah, I think the D3 level is what college sports were meant to be before big money distorted it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do. I like the fact that kids come to play and get a degree. And you get and, them for four years. Yeah. yeah, four years, and you know they uh, they live for it. You know, it's it's it is even though it's Division three, it is why they came. You know, they they were recruited. They've been playing basketball their whole life, and that's what they want to do. And they they want the big show, even though we're not Division one. So, um, you know, we try and make it as best we can. And you know, having a good team and. You know, when we go to the NCAA tournament, it's 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 just like the women's NCAA tournament for Division One. You know, you, you yeah, get a, yeah. you you get all the perks and everything, and and uh, it's um, a great experience. What do you like best about your job? I love seeing the kids grow up. Uh, yeah. So you know, when 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 freshmen come in. Uh, we start our practice, every practice in a circle, and every day one person is in charge of getting practice started and they either say a quote or something positive. 
And when they come in as freshmen, they're real quiet. Oh, well, we have good practice today, you know? And by the time they're seniors, they're bringing quotes and telling people how we're gonna do in our next game, and, and they, they can look people in the eye when they're talking to them. And just to see them mature and grow up and graduate is, is, is awesome. And I love seeing that and keeping in touch with them as alums as they I was going to ask you, you do keep in touch with them for the most part? Yeah, we have a really strong alumni base since I've been there. Uh, you know, the kids, the girls, all they're not kids anymore. You know, they, they've married and have kids and their own families. But uh, they come back, they play if they can. Um, I have them introduce themselves and what their, uh, you know, industry they work in. And, and the girls tell their major. So you have that networking and connection. And, Maybe someday, um, uh, if you're still coaching long enough, you'll, you'll coach one of their children, uh, one of their daughters. <laughs> it's starting to sneak up on me, uh, <laughs> which makes me feel pretty old. But, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's uh, hopefully to my advantage. You know, hopefully I start getting some really good recruits because I've had some really nice players come through. And I'd love to have their children play for me, too. Do you still play basketball at all? Just, you know, with... I do, I do. I have a six-year-old daughter. I tend to school her in the driveway, but uh, <laughs> um, but now occasionally I play at work. There's a group that plays on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and uh, as my schedule allows, I'm pretty busy. But uh, as I do, um, and uh, play, you know, recreationally uh, in the summer when I can at the beach. So, oh, good for you. Yeah, uh, Dennis, luck. You certainly haven't needed luck. You just needed hard work, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long road, but uh, it it's definitely pays off. Well, you have to be very proud of your program, and it sounds like you're going to be loaded next year, not to put any pressure on. <laughs> but we'll have to have you back after next season and yes. just recap that. And uh, congratulations on a wonderful program and, uh, and for making a difference in young people's lives, which transcend basketball, right? Yep, thank you. Thank All you. right. Janice Luck, and for now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, to uh, us on Facebook and watch us on, uh, subscribe to the People's Chronicles channel on YouTube and like us on Facebook. I'll get that straight someday. For now, take care. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.